0: Welcome to the D3 Mission Log Podcast. Thanks for joining us today as we discuss lessons learned as we strive to innovate not just technologies but finance mechanisms as well, deploying new funds and new types of funds to support the massive growth of climate tech around the world. Failures
1: are important.
0: We don't know all the answers we really needed to up our game startups move really fast they just closed a three million dollar us welcome everyone to season three of the third derivative mission log where we're working to share lessons learned in real time as we rapidly build the greatest resourced climate tech accelerator in as far as we know the history of the universe. Seasons one and seasons two were great. Uh, we, we were really pleased to share lessons learned in real time with all of you, uh, sometimes lessons that even counteracted uh, lessons that we thought we had learned previously or lessons that maybe we hadn't learned well enough. And as we're reaching kind of yet another inflection point, this season is gonna have a lot of content, a lot of material. so stay with us here. And Danny, who's usually my uh, in, in the co-pilot chair with me, isn't here with us today, but I'm really pleased to invite another colleague of mine, Ankit Kalanki, who actually runs uh, our buildings focus uh, for all kinds of buildings-related technologies and has an illustrious history with the Global Cooling Prize to join us today. Ankit, would you uh, welcome and would you mind sharing a few words about your background with uh, the rest of our audience?
1: Sure. Thank you, Brian, for having me today. Uh, So my name is Ankit Kalanki. I'm a building sector lead at Third Derivative. And that means I look at all the exciting and high climate impact stuff in the buildings and the construction space and really work together with the startup companies to help them identify ways uh, to accelerate their products pathway to commercialization. Um, That's that's the area that I focus on. Uh, I came to D3 after working for about two and a half years on RMI's Global Cooling Prize Initiative. Um, In one sentence, uh, the prize's aim was to identify and demonstrate super efficient, lower climate impact, and affordable residential cooling solutions for all. Um, so that was what I kind of worked uh, previously, and and really excited to be here.
0: And uh, we're really excited for you to join us here, Ankit. And uh, just for everyone else's benefit, Ankit is incredibly modest, but the Global Cooling Prize was a smashing success with multiple finalists that solved the challenge of providing scalable cooling solutions that were 80% more efficient than the status quo, um, especially uh, deployable in parts of the world that are gonna have massive increases in cooling needs. So it's gonna be a credible needle moving um, intervention as we look to kind of curtail GHG emissions and, and kind of build a sustainable, prosperous and equitable energy future. So we were, we were really glad to, to be able to lure Ankit onto our team and bring that same zeitgeist, that same systems level thinking and ambition over to our team, uh, not just for cooling, but for all aspects of buildings. So, you know, we launched last year with um, an inaugural cohort of nearly 50 companies, something that we um, invited, reviewed, socialized through our ecosystem, and selected um, in a a very kind of batch process. And then we committed after that to move to more continuous flow, um, startup intake, uh, startup application review. But we also had to, we were devoting enough resources to uh, helping the existing startups that are already we had already brought in be successful, and so you know we kick off our um, our week every week with an all hands meeting where we share out celebrations of successes from the past week, but also learnings from from failures from the previous week. And Ankit shared a very pointed one that we're feeling right now as we're about to announce a new cohort of startups. So Ankit, I wonder if you might share that with uh, with all of our listeners today.
1: Yeah, sure, um, and and. Also, would like to give some context as well there, but uh, the learning I'm sharing here is from our past selection process uh, that that we undertook. Uh, but it's more importantly, it's a reflection of on the fact that failures are important as a as a part of a learning process. Uh, be it startups, be it individuals, uh, but they are really important to help us develop a proper perspective on what success could look like in the in the future. So. Uh, As you already mentioned, Brian, we receive applications on a rolling basis. We evaluate them on a rolling basis. And last month uh, we started communicating all our final decisions to the startups that are coming into our upcoming cohort. Um, And this was obviously exciting for all of us, uh, but we realized that one startup company that we were really excited about was unable to join the program. Uh, And the reason was that they had moved further ahead in their journey uh, during this period, uh, which is between the timeline of application submission to the timeline of final decision. So this was kind of disappointing for us uh, as we were really excited about them. But uh, we recognized that we really needed to up our game. The selection process team really needed to up our game. Um, so that we can shorter the selection process timeline. Time is super critical and of essence to all of these startup companies, uh, especially in the dynamic world that we are operating today. So our priority was to spend resources uh, to make the process more transparent and faster for our startups uh, while ensuring high quality due diligence. And so what we have done to kind of, uh, based on that learning, is that we have now developed a new data-driven process uh, that is pretty much in its final stages of uh, testing and approvals now. Um, and that will enable us to undertake the selection process in a in a much shorter time frame while ensuring the similar quality of, of technomics and investability due diligence.
0: Yeah, so, so I heard a couple of things there, Ankit. One is that just... Startups move really fast, right? That's part and parcel of the the nature of what they do, and so we have to match our processes to move at similar speeds, right? Otherwise, we're evaluating things that are completely uh, out of date, you know, for us, but also also for them. Um, and if I understand correctly, the the selection team uh, has now committed to forty five to sixty days from application receipt to to final decision which is a strong improvement from kind of moving from months long decision making process to weeks long decision making process that'll be good for the startups it'll be good for us as well you know we also are a startup and have to maintain kind of startup like agility um the other learning which is related to the fact that we're a startup and necessarily a learning organization is to be open to failures they will happen right we don't know all the answers (laughs) Uh, ex-ante, if we did, there wouldn't really be a reason for us to exist. So we're paving new ground. It's one of the reasons the mission log exists, because we're trying to share those learnings in real time, but not to be afraid of the failures, um, to recognize them, to address them head on, to learn from them, and kit in the case of you and your team, actually to put those learnings into action very quickly. So well done. Great. So uh, we also like to feature, well, we've traditionally featured one startup a week, Um, at the scale at which we're operating, we've recognized that that's, that's just not really enough. We haven't really made it through, um, even half of our existing startups so far through two seasons. And part of that is because there's so many of them. Part of it is because we end up featuring the same startups multiple times, because some of them are on massive growth inflection curves. And so we, we had news about them a few weeks ago, and now we have news about them again. Um, But we're about to announce new startups as well. So it's clear we're fighting a losing battle just doing one startup a week. So starting today in the first episode of season three, we're going to be featuring two startups per week. Um, And Ankit, since you're here with us and since you focus on the building sector, I wonder if you might share one of our building startups with us.
1: Yeah, sure, Uh, Brian. Happy to share uh, uh, kind of the progress that uh, a company called Blue Frontier uh, has been making uh, over the past uh, months uh so blue frontier is a is a florida based startup company that is developing ultra efficient cooling technology which reduces electricity consumption uh, by up to 80% compared to standard packaged rooftop air conditioners that you see on on the roofs of office built, small office small to medium office buildings and uh the interesting thing about their technology is that they are not following the traditional vapor compression uh, cycle that was invented 100 years ago by Willis Carrier, but they are doing it in a different way, which combines um, uh, an independent temperature and humidity controlling uh, aspects, uh, which is which is really important from a thermal comfort perspective. Um, and in the past few months, Blue Frontier has really kind of uh, made some uh, met some major milestones with regards to closing of their seed funding round. Where three of our in, uh, investor partners, D3's ecosystem partners, Volo Earth Ventures, TwinM, and uh, CRCM Ventures, uh, they all invested in uh, in Blue Frontier and really kind of helping them kind of overcome um, those valleys of debts as they are progressing in their in their journey. Um, at this point, they have now developed their prototype, which is ready for third-party testing at the National, Energy Renew- National Renewable Energy Laboratories NREL uh, facility, which is, again, pretty, which is going to be a major milestone for them as they prepare themselves for uh, pilot demonstrations. Um, they were recently selected in the Wells Fargo NREL IN2 uh, program. Uh, they also received a technology commercialization uh, grant from the Department of Energy um and 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 they're also recently selected as the one of the semifinalists in the uh verse 2021 um, uh, program so overall uh, a lot of uh interesting and exciting progress that blue frontier is making and and g3 has been really uh, been additive with regards to providing them the mentor support the investor support um as well as overall kind of guidance and coaching uh, on, on all of the other aspects.
0: Blue Frontier is one of those startups that we have featured previously. We featured them when they had just closed their seed round. Um, but get thanks for providing some additional color that actually there are multiple third derivative investors who are involved in their seed round, which is you know one of our aims, right, to, to bring this deeply integrative approach to shorten commercialization and funding cycles, but also just bring all the necessary parties together so that they can work together toward better and faster climate tech success outcomes. Um, But it's also thrilling to hear how they've been putting that seed round to work, and they've been, you know, hitting milestones and moving quickly. That's exactly what we like to see. Uh, I'll feature, uh, as our second startup of the week, uh, another North American startup called Membrion that produces ion exchange membranes. So ion exchange membranes are actually the, the first or sometimes second most expensive components in a number of applications, such as water purification, redox flow batteries hydrogen, electrolyzers, and fuel cells, Um, and so Membrion has developed a proprietary technology to produce these membranes at much lower cost and simultaneously high performance. Uh, That's great in and of itself for the existing markets, but because the membranes are one of the most expensive components in these applications, this can be a key, you know, their progress can be a key unlocking function in things like hydrogen, electrolyzers, and fuel cells as we really look to scale up those entire industries. And so we're featuring them today, not just because we love them and think they're awesome, but because they just closed a three million dollar U.S. round of funding, which is going to allow them to double the scale of their production facilities. So, um, you know, we often talk about putting extra charge in their batteries, uh, and this is literally the case. They'll be able to double their um, their facility size and rapidly increase their output, decrease their um, their costs as they kind of move along the scale curve. So, very excited about them too. Ankit, thank you for joining us. Uh, we're deeply indebted to you, not just for your time here today, but all of your participation on our, our team where you're deeply additive and add so much to this venture, this quest that we're trying to build. And everyone out there who's listening or watching, uh, hit that like, subscribe, throw comments in, tell us how you're thinking about things, uh, and follow along, because we've got a, uh, a very exciting season ahead of us. Thanks for joining us in this journey.